0: Good morning. Good morning.
1: good morning, good morning, we've talked the
2: whole night through, good morning,
0: good morning to you, good morning, good morning, it's great to stay up late, good morning, good morning to you, <forgiving of RPG season>
3: This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'm Reese Edwards.
4: Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News of WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF and Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adberston on The Weekend Gardener.
3: Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC
4: Spin.
5: Now, here is Kate Kaiser. Hi-yo, well, that's good.
4: This is Art Divine.
2: This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York.
3: The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Devnum views the news.
4: And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Chris Pooley, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gertz. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Preston, WPTF, in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Edda is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Cappers. With a nocturne we
3: send as... This is Bill Hope.
4: This is Warren Barfield
3: with Kingdom Scott of the Organ and a program of Familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTL. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gatty here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction.
4: Hey everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's morning news. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF.
3: Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. This is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Benner's WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be Living the life of wrong. This is Charles Osgood, wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network.
4: Well,
1: howdy, everybody. I'm Hath Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar gardener saying, keep them growing.
3: Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. Uh-huh. Thank you. Just, just get <laughs> these ideas. Uh, we, we have a caller. <laughs> You're listening to The Weekend Gardener, by the way. Uh, thank you, Chuck. Nadine is with us from Fuquay, Verena. Nadine, why don't you be true? <laughs> yeah.
0: Good morning.
3: Good morning. How are you? How can we help you?
0: Um, in August, I bought a package of pansy seeds and a pack, package of stock seeds. I planted them in some old six and eight packs that I had from annuals that I had bought before in some raised bed soil. And these things, they grew to be about a quarter of an inch tall. They germinated and they never really got any bigger. I had them outside in the sun and then I finally planted them in my garden. And they're still tiny, and this is this is since last
6: August.
3: I can tell that this is concerned you <laughs> greatly, so we'll try and get an answer for I, I heard for the you.
6: stock, but I didn't catch what the other besides that was pansies. Uh, pansies from from seed. You um, know they they really need cold weather. Uh, yeah, it could be. You say you use you just took from a raised bed some soil that you used to put them in.
0: Well, uh, from a bag of raised bed potting soil.
6: Okay. Well, normally that should drain well enough. Uh, Pansies and violas are the one plant that drainage is essential for them to develop. And if you go by now, many of the ones that were planted in October or November may not be looking so well because we've had (laughs) some much wet weather. If they're not in a very good uh, draining bed, they could have almost drowned or it puts in a situation where root rot gets them. It's hard to explain from then why they've not, if you got them up, why they have not developed more than that. They are not, they're in, do you have them in a relatively sunny spot?
0: Yes, and they're, they're growing in my garden. They're not growing in raised beds. They're growing in just my garden, in all different areas and so I don't know. So
6: are they doing fine there? Or that's not where you've you transplanted them and taken taken them out of what you started them in. And
0: yes, yes, a long time ago, months ago, and they're still tiny.
6: Uh, have the you stock,
0: have, the stock also? Have
6: you done any it's, fertilizing to them, like with a liquid yes, fertilizer? Yeah,
0: I gave I gave well, I gave them blood meal, and I gave them. Um, I have this stuff that's called Root Blast. That's supposed to I think it's like a 10-10-10. It's supposed to start the roots of plants to grow in.
6: Uh, yeah, that's it. It sounds like you have done most everything correctly without without seeing what it's growing in. Does if you try if if you stick your finger in where they planted it, at, does it feel just like super duper wet? Or when you go two days without any rain, which has been (coughs) hard to find here lately, Mm -hmm. does it feel? That's the only thing I can think of if they've just stayed so wet that it hadn't had a chance uh, for, you know, air to get through those roots to help them develop. Uh, They do take a fair – I tend to use liquid fertilizer like a 2020 Mm -hmm. water soluble that I mix up in a can because I think that gets to them quicker. And enables okay. the root system to take them up faster and is kind of pretty immediate uh, in results from that. I might would give okay. that a try, but the only okay. thing I can think of that would be holding you back is if the ground has just stayed so saturated because we really from mid to late October right on through now, every single month has been above average rainfall and I don't yep. know if I've ever seen the ground any wetter than it <laughs> yeah, is it right Yeah, I could really
3: now. do a number on some plants. Most plants don't like wet feet. Yeah, they and, and especially
6: yeah. since these you started from seed and they've not had much root to start with. be a little different if you already, you had purchased them and they were in a six-pack and you already had, you know, right. two or three inches right. of roots on them to start with. That's about the only thing. I mean, stuff won't grow in the shade that needs sun, but you've got them in the sun, so... If you've got sun and they're yeah. not doing, the only thing I really can think of is the is the, the wetness of the soil, and it's kind of hard that, to do something that, about that.
0: Would that be true about the stock also?
6: Yes, it would be true about that as well, uh, though it tends to be a little easier to develop plant, I would say, than the pansies from seed. Uh, but that, uh, and especially as that seems to be the, only common denominator that you've got two different plants is you did mm-hmm. them at the same time and they're both planted in basically the same type soil. Uh, yeah. So that that's all really that I can think of. But if they're still green, don't give up. I might would try the, <laughs> the, the water-soluble liquid fertilizer and see maybe okay. if, and it, and it could be that they didn't get developed enough and this cold weather sits in. You will see often with pansies if you waited to well on into December to plant them, they really don't like the cooler soil temperature for growing. It keeps them alive but they will kinda sit there until the first of March and then take back off if the soil temperature eases up a little bit. Uh so that could be they're just sitting there biting their time waiting for some warmer weather. Of course with the pansies you don't have but so much much so much time for the you know before it gets too hot for them to be right. happy. So right. I, I wouldn't right. give up on them just yet but I would try the the liquid fertilizer and see if that perks them up a little bit.
4: You know, Nadine, if you get the stock uh, growing well, it makes a great yeah. dried flower.
0: <laughs> I know. If,
4: I didn't find thing thing if, if you didn't find anything dry. Yeah. <laughs> In this wet weather, if What's you can the, get it, it growing, it makes a great dried flower.
0: <laughs> What's the best time to plant the pansy seed?
6: Uh, we <clears throat> take, at the nursery, we used to put pansy plugs in the containers in late August. And those pansy
3: plugs were grown in West Virginia.
6: And those pansy plugs were already had a root on it the size of your little finger. So I'm thinking if you were going to start from seed, you probably would have to start those seed well back maybe like 4th of July uh, or or middle of July to have a plant of some size to move on to a bigger pot by Labor Day. So that could be some of it. You got just a little bit of a of a late start for the, for the pansies. Yes, yes. You must be
0: very dedicated
4: about going from seed because my my inclination, <laughs> think, Nadine, think, would be go buy some plants. <laughs> <laughs> I, figured, I, figured,
0: I figured I'd give it a try. I I didn't grow some plants, but I figured I'd give seeds a try because you know it would be a lot less money and.
6: Yeah, that's a great thing to do. And a good thing, Nadine, and for all of our listeners, a lot of people don't realize with some seeds, it takes them forever to germinate and come up. There are lots, Mm -hmm. if if you do a little research online, these things that will show you in different zones how far out you need to plant, because a lot of people don't realize they're used to seeing the plants for sale at a certain time of the year, and they don't know that it may have been 60 days earlier. Uh, or even more before those seeds were sown, sown to get to that point.
0: Okay. Uh, on a personal note, I just wanted to let you know that I sing with the North Carolina Master Chorale, and I sang with your cousin, Carol Jurgen.
6: Oh, yes. Yes.
0: So I I talk to her about you sometimes.
6: Yes. Yeah,
0: I, I heard Gerald on the Weekend Gardener.
6: Yeah. Day. She can do something to a piano and an organ, can't she?
3: Oh, yes. Y'all are a
6: talented family. Well, some mm. of, some some of them are. Some the others are, we just ride right. along on the coattails. Yeah. So you don't sing? Uh, well, I did. Yeah, I used to when I was younger. Oh, okay. But I took the Rufus lesson. I didn't want to get too much out in public for fear <laughs> that there would be something detrimental. I did That's sing right. at my own wedding. <coughs> you know, Nate, you out.
3: sang at your own wedding?
6: Yes. Oh my goodness. Fortunately, that was back before people videoed weddings, so there's not a copy out for somebody to bring up and harass me about. <laughs>
4: Funny. well you know nadine I, I ran for governor in 1984 and my mother said if, if i'd sung a lot more amazing grace and a lot less honky-tonk angel i might have been governor <laughs> and then and, and then some smart l.a. newspaper man said well rufus sang his way out of the governor's office
3: <laughs> well i uh yeah. I, I think i probably would have had to dip into the punch if i was going to sing at my wedding i thought they would have would
6: not have done that normally
0: at my, I sang at my son's
6: wedding. I have two sons, and I sang at both of their weddings. I sang at my son's wedding here.
0: Yeah.
6: Well, no wonder back. Chuck
3: Berry sang about you. You, <laughs> you can sing. Yeah. I'm so well, glad you crazy. called. Nadine. Tell her I did, said,
6: hey, when you see her, I don't see her nearly yeah. enough.
0: Yeah. All right, I will, and thank you.
3: Thank you. Call us again. Don't be a stranger, uh, Nadine. Okay, thank you. All right, bye. bye uh 919-860-9783 james is in raleigh james good morning
0: hey can you hear me
3: i can hear you fine james can you hear me
5: <laughs> I just, I, i'm on the, the bluetooth in my car and i'm not used to it
3: all right well you got it fine man you coming in uh a thousand percent go ahead
5: hey i called a long time ago and uh uh, also over at Logan's, I gave Mister Rufus some NAB. Uh,
4: oh, you certainly did, James. <laughs> you certainly did. I remember that.
3: You saved him. He probably didn't have any with him that day.
4: Well, I got choked on mine today, James. Yeah, mm-hmm. sorry. Right.
3: Well, well. well,
5: I want to ask the mountain man some uh, some stuff about mountains. Have you ever heard of uh, creasy greens?
3: Creasy
4: greens. Absolutely. Creasy. That 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 is the mountain term. For uh, collards, we 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 th- those are our collards. Creasy greens, go down to the creek bank and get creasy greens. Yes,
3: I've heard several people at the farmers market mention creasy greens.
4: Absolutely.
0: Now, what, is, what is poke salad?
4: Poke salad, absolutely. We we we, I grew up on poke salad.
3: Now, is that uh, akin to the poke weed?
4: Not ex- not exactly, but it is it is it is good stuff, isn't it, James? Je- you oh, could? Cook- no, I haven't tried it. No, yeah. <laughs> i on
2: <doing> the call. <laughs>
3: Do you think you put fat, fat back in that, or streaky lean, or something like that, Rufus? Fat back. Fat, fat back makes bag. everything bag. better.
6: <laughs> That's right. You could cut up okay. cardboard and eat uh, your fat back.
3: <laughs> I want
5: to ask you, uh Bob, I remember I didn't take y'all's advice. Y'all got mad at me. But um,
3: no, we didn't get <laughs> mad at you. But uh, we, I would like to know why you didn't <clears> take, our <clears> our <James>. throat> <clears> throat>
5: take our advice, James. I don't. Know, I, I like the way those hibiscus look. And they, of course, the cold weather have died. I'm assuming
4: they will come back, right? Oh yeah.
3: I think if the roots are are happy, they. You know, we haven't had any extraordinary cold, so I wouldn't wouldn't worry too much about it.
0: Okay.
5: Um, Well, that was about it. I just wondered
3: if you knew what creasy greens were. Yes, sir. We got an A on our test today. That's a mountain. And you learned how to use Bluetooth. A mountain, a mountain delight.
5: Yeah, uh, uh, whenever I'll bring you some more nabs, Rufus, it's some
4: point. Well, he needs them. Well, when we have a, a remote again, hunt us down and bring me uh, what I call a poor man's steak.
3: <laughs> 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 James, thank you, buddy. All right, I appreciate it. I enjoy your show, and God bless you. God thank bless you. you. Do, keep man. keep that car between the ditches if you can. Okay. All right, man. i not used to it. All right, uh, take Bye. Care. Yeah, it's hard to do two things at once like that it is for me. We'll talk to, to Tom and Bill coming up on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Hold your base, as my daddy used to say, 1023. You're listening to the longest running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. Mike Rayleigh here, along with uh, and Clapp and uh, the coughing Rufus Edmonston this morning. Uh, you you don't swear off nabs just because you can't handle them this morning,
4: Rufus. No, I, I have to have my nabs.
3: <laughs> Gerald Adams, former curator of the grounds at the Governor's Mansion and uh, helping to oversee the Centennial Campus grounds now. And uh, we uh, we're back. We only have about a half hour left. And I was uh, looking at the clock a few minutes ago and said we don't have long. And and, and <laughs> Gerald looked at me because there was a uh, a, uh, a funeral home spot playing at the time. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know something. how to take that. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's ten twenty five. And uh, let's see who who do we have next? Tom. Tom. Yeah, Tom. Tom and Garner. Hey, hey, Tom! How you doing? Thanks for waiting, buddy. How can we help you?
5: No problem. I was just waiting to see what song you were going to lead in with me. <laughs> oh,
3: uh, well, you know, we we could if I if I'd been quick enough, we could have put on some Tom Dooley <coughs> by the Kingston Trio or somebody.
5: No, I don't
1: want to hang my head down. <laughs> <laughs> Golly,
3: everybody's a comedian this morning. That's good, Bill. Uh, Tom, Bill's next. Tom, uh, got <laughs> a.
1: I've got
5: a couple of questions and then a comment that I hope I can get in before the break. Um, Let me ask the important questions now, though. Um, We planted German Johnson tomatoes um, two years ago in a plot in our garden, and they got that stem disease uh, where it blocks off the water in the stems. And I wanted to know how long can I wait before I can put some more German johnsons back in that same spot?
6: Well, that's a good question, Tom. Uh, I think that that should have been a fungal disease that causes that. Generally speaking, most of the fungal diseases don't carry over in the soil. It's more of the bacterial ones where that's a problem at. So I, would, I wouldn't be scared to give it a shot again this year. Okay. Uh, so as long as you didn't, if you had a bacterial wilt, uh, and the worst of those is southern bacterial wilt, where your whole plant looks beautiful and then just in 48 hours it flops and dies, that stuff can stay in the soil for five years or more. Uh, but if you just had the what sounds like a fungal disease that you're describing, I wouldn't be hesitant to give it a try this year. Do you apply any sorts of fungicides at all, or you just let it fly and depend upon how things are going?
5: I just usually uh, let it fly.
6: Okay, I, I might would look at possibly uh, using chlorothalonil, which was originally sold under brand name of Daconil, uh, to do a drench on the plants in the first two or three weeks after you plant it and maybe spraying the plants with them when they get up to three or four foot tall. Uh, But I think you're probably more, it just depends on what kind of year we're going to have disease wise. And unfortunately in the last five or six years, with the exception of one, we've had these really wet maize and wet, and the first (coughs) two weeks of June have been above average rainfall. And that's like the breeding ground for all of those fungal diseases. So, uh, when that happens, you're just rolling the dice like everybody else.
5: And okay. Gerald, what was the website that you mentioned earlier?
6: My website is Gerald and Henry's Plants, and that's and, A-N-D, Henry's with an S, plants with an com. If you will go to it, I have my 2021 growing list on it. I think I've got 130-some varieties on it now. If you go to that list and you have a variety – I, I dropped some that I grew last year I've added some more but if there, you don't see a variety on there it's not too late to contact me I probably still have the seed for it but I just can't grow it. so that's about max that I can grow and I've probably got I don't know five or six hundred different seeds
5: okay alright thank you um, Mike I wanted to end this um,
3: got about 30 seconds Tom
5: <clears throat> oh man I'll, I'll talk quick a couple of weeks ago you had a Listener on talked about the hundred counties, and my wife and I had just finished uh, visiting all 100 counties. Wow. A great time, but it used to drive her nuts because Richmond is in Rockingham County, Rockingham <laughs> County. Her- yeah, it's not in Hertford County, and Yanceyville's
1: not Yancey
4: County. <laughs> I was going to do the call, and
3: Asheville's not in Ashe County. <laughs> Tom, thanks for mentioning that. Have a great day, my friend. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF with the Weekend Gardener. It's 1035. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clapp. And somebody was uh, asking Rufus how Ann's doing. And Ann's, uh, the only thing wrong with Ann this morning is her fingers are cold. Oh, yes. We're, we'll have to turn up. the t- Just put your hands in your pocket,
2: Ann. That's exactly what I That's, I'm
3: that's totally the thing to do, do. <laughs> Yeah. All right, uh, Gerald Adams is with us, Brother Rufus. And let's um, let's head uh, to Willow Spring and Bill. Bill, good morning. Thanks so much for waiting.
7: Yeah. Uh, Monday morning, we're having one of your sponsors out to the house to do some tree work. So.
3: Bartlett tree experts, I'll bet.
7: Uh, yes. Well,
3: that's you. Well, you'll you'll there, be very pleased, Bill. Amount of
7: work. <clears throat> but uh, I was calling because Gerald's there again. And I need to harass him every every year for some tomato subject.
3: Well, we, um, harass away. We've already started harassing him this morning. Go ahead.
7: <laughs> I'm sure you have. <laughs> um, I grow my tomatoes from seeds in a window. Uh, fortunately, the wife will let me do this in the dining room window where there's enough light to get to the seed. Um, But every year they tend to get tall and scraggly before... I can get them into the ground, and I'm wondering: is there any way of keeping them? The stalk never gets real heavy, the, real
6: thick. There's two and ways to if help any it.
7: Way to keep them.
6: There is. Okay, shoot. Get you and one of those little small oscillating fans. Put it on yeah, as a lo- fan. as a lowest fan as possible, so it's not blowing on them all the time. That's why I say the oscillating that turns. And that movement right. coming back and forth across them helps strengthen up the stems. It's like they, the plant on its own don't want to lay down, so it will make a little bit larger stem. The second thing is getting them out and exposing them to a little bit of outdoor weather, but obviously not too cold of a weather. So if you have a day like uh, this past week where it got 57 or 8 or 9 one day, just briefly yeah. to start with, and not really in the sun, but you're you're kind of starting to harden them off (coughs) some, even though you have to bring them back inside. That's really what causes the the thin stems. You don't have any humidity in your house growing, uh, and that's why even though they're getting that little bit of sunlight, they're in that same temperature all the time, and that's typically why you got that little kind of leggy thin stem. I, even in the greenhouse... Have a fan, uh, a fan, uh, multiple fans that are turning on the plug trays as I have them coming up, uh, so I can I can you know try to help build up a thicker stem because the better that stem is to start with, the better plants you're gonna have earlier on down the road.
7: So as soon as they break the soil, top of the soil, you put a uh, fan I, I, on them.
6: I usually let them get maybe an inch, inch and a half tall before I put the fan on them. And if I had them on a heat tray at that same point in time, I would have got them off the heat uh, as well, because that warmer soil temperature from a heat mat can really uh, force that growth, which gets them kind of leggy and with the little skinny stems as well. Okay.
7: Okay. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. I appreciate it, Bill. I appreciate the the uh, the uh, class you gave while you were at uh, Campbell's Nursery.
6: You're welcome.
7: I sat in on that, and that was that was a great. Bit of information. I appreciate it.
3: Give our best to everybody in Willow Spring, will you? We'll do. Everybody you, you see, please. Yeah, get them, get them to listen.
7: <laughs> Good luck. Thank,
3: Thank you. you. Bye. Thanks. Sherry is in Chatham County. Hey, Sherry.
2: Good morning. Um, first of all, Gerald is an amazing resource. He is. Um, he's wonderful. I love talking to him. Yeah. I used to get advice from him at Campbell Road. But a comment on creases. I'm uh, old enough to remember when my mother and father would send us out to the cornfield to cut creases about this time of year. And I hope Rufus has learned to like the um, collards from this part of the country. I love them. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, if you need some creases, some um, typically. I, I don't have access to very many to know about everybody, but some of the Piggly Wigglies carry them this time of year.
3: How about that? Uh, I love the old Piggly Wigglies.
2: Oh, yeah. Now, collars are a lot easier to wash because you're dealing with these big leaves. I suppose the nice little feathery, almost fern like things, but there's no flavor like the creases. But just in case Rufus is looking for some, he might be able to find some.
4: Well, Piggly Wiggly. I, I'll be. I'll be looking for that. I, it would bring back great memories.
2: I'm uh, sure. I don't know how we, to...
4: I don't know why, but we. We would, Ours grew on the creek bank. Huh.
2: I've heard that. Maybe it was the moisture. I don't know. Not that I think Cornfield has very much moisture in it. Right. But, but anyway, that's some good stuff. I just wanted to pass it along to you.
3: What part of Chatham County you live in, Jerry?
2: oh uh, a little bit south of Pittsburgh.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah, that's some pretty country out there. So you're out uh Mon- Moncure or are you over Mon-Cure. a little west toward Bear Creek and Bondley and all of that? Yeah,
2: I live in the Moncure area.
3: Yeah, there's some Well, I'll tell you the traffic. My uh my GPS tells me to go through Moncure sometimes to to get to get over to US 1 and that takes you away from Cary. It takes you south right. of Cary to get away from some of the traffic, so I bet y'all got plenty of traffic through there now.
2: Well, not too much. There okay. is uh, more in Pittsburgh,
3: of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of traffic in Pittsburgh. But,
2: yes, we think it's gorgeous out
3: here. Yeah, not, it really is.
2: quite as open as um, the Bear
3: Creek area. <clears throat> well, my wife and I went up to uh, check on the farm last week, I guess, and we got out and Road. I we used to go many, many years ago, thirty years ago, probably to uh, the old place right. near uh, Bonley, Bear Creek area, and mm-hmm. uh, it, it's no longer open. I don't know if they're still doing any catering there, but that was some good food. But that is such gorgeous country out there. I just like getting out, it's relaxing to me to get out in the country and ride. Oh yeah, look at the landscape. Now, a
2: lot of people, a lot of people are going to roll their eyes. My husband does. Um, have you ever been to the fruitcake factory?
3: I drove by it. I specifically drove by it. We drove to, uh, it was it was already closed by the time we went by there. But they, they, yeah, they're open. And some people don't warm up to fruitcakes, but they make a pretty good fruitcake there. They do make a good yeah, fruitcake. I mean, yeah,
2: theirs is different from the tradition.
3: It, yeah. I know all that's
2: traditional.
3: Right. But a,
2: I bring that up to say that that part of the country is positively gorgeous,
3: yeah, yeah, I love all the beautiful fields out there, a lot of green uh, I love the winter landscape and and that's a great great part of the the state you know, all those uh well, used to be a lot of dairy farms out in there, yeah,
2: and unfortunately, a lot of
3: those are going by the wayside that's right, that's right. well, sherry, thank you very much that's for calling
2: part of the country it's rather pretty here.
3: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Have a nice day, Sherry. Thanks for calling.
2: Thank you Thanks so much, and you Bye. always will.
3: Thank you. Well, let's talk to Big John. John. <sighs> hey, John. Oh,
1: salad, Annie. The <laughs> got your granny. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't, don't.
0: We
3: played, uh, we, we did play Nadine because we had a lady named Nadine, so we played a little Chuck Berry for her. Yeah, she was all stressed oh. out, though. She she didn't appreciate it, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> she was uh, stressed out about <coughs> some of her crops. What's going on with you? Not much, man.
1: Just checking in, saying good Saturday morning to everybody. Y'all are all sitting in your happy place with your shiny face, I'm sure today. We
3: are happy. It's so relaxing to be in here. The time just flies. There's really nothing Ruben's else like D.
1: it. We need to get Rufus some... Uh, Robert
3: doesn't, or something. What's wrong with him? Oh, no, no, no. It's, it's the nabs. I we need to get him. I got,
1: yeah, I got yeah, choked yeah, on
4: the yeah. nabs. We, he needs
3: to bring somebody <laughs> in to feed him the nabs. He's property. literally choked think, them down. Robots, <laughs> I need to go down. Uh, you're
1: talking about Polk a while ago. I'm going to be going up to Polk County here in a few weeks, so I'm going to grab you some uh, nabs that. Did, a, did a clear your throat? I promise you. <laughs> if you want
3: it. <laughs> uh, I got
4: what you're talking about. Well, that, I mean, that,
3: yeah, you could have brought some of that Rang, in. Bring us I... back some
4: Creasy Greens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You I'm,
4: ever heard of Creasy I'm, Greens, John? Oh,
1: man, yeah. I, no, I've never had it. I'm a, I'm a turnip greens man. But that,
4: yeah,
3: me too. <laughs> I like turnip and mustard greens mixed.
1: Yeah, and in
3: the, the root, you know, to come on, chop it up and put a little hot vinegar on it.
1: Come on
3: now. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a fat What's back the,
1: man? You a fat back fat man fat or, fat. or or Spr- straight? Is, is the Pope Catholic? <laughs> 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 oh me! Yeah, man, I, I sprinkle lean. Yeah.
3: Oh, hey, man. you ought to bring some ramps. I don't know if it's ramp season, but bring bring Rufus some ramps. That'll that'll That'd settle his <laughs> stomach. <laughs>
4: Got to clear that out this this this, of, this throat. They
1: think they take the charge out of Superman. I,
4: mean. <laughs> I remember the rap festival that before were. with Thad Ewer. Thad Ewer being the king of the raps. He is. was. Yes, he was.
1: Yeah, man. That looks still little tough for me though. I don't know. Well,
3: how's uh how's how's Cheryl doing this morning?
1: She's doing good. That's Rufus's, uh right arm, you know. Yeah, I'm uh, telling
3: you right and left arm.
1: Keep it. She's keeping him straight. Yeah. And, uh, that's a feat right there by
3: itself Well, she needs to discuss nabs and the proper way to ingest them
1: uh <laughs> exactly when she, when
3: she uh on monday morning
1: you don't you don't inhale them no no you
3: don't you don't don't be it's over King, though don't be too enthusiastic about them well i i was far too enthusiastic yeah that's right is
1: that what it was y'all having a great day up
3: there the, uh, I, it, it just couldn't be any much better unless we unless we had the whole crew had all the the gardeners in here we'll have that and if we can we can make it uh four more years we'll be forty years old on this show fifty years for fifty years for me at w p t f we'll have us a big old party that will be a party Ooh.
1: that will be a party let me let's talk about another party I'm gonna stroke you your colleague up there a minute coming in July it's gonna be a real big party <laughs> I'm talking
3: about I'm telling you right across from you yes, yeah. sir we had I'm we sure had a, a birthday boy who was eighty years old this morning, but uh yeah, we sure did John, so that's his birthday today but uh and Rufus mentioned that he was approaching that age too. It's hard to believe
1: July. Yeah, he, Rufus turns eighty in July is that right that's going
3: to uh, be that, a, is, that is correct I'm that's gonna, older gonna be than a he I've huge. lived
4: every one of those years I, and I'm older than he is yeah, that's <laughs> be, and I'm younger and me too. <laughs>
1: Well, so I, I, don't, I, I
4: don't know why the good Lord put all
6: the youth on young people. Even though Mike said a while ago we had a little time left.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right during a funeral home spot. I was, I was just looking at oh, the clock, John. I heard that. I, heard that. I, heard that. Uh, I,
1: I know he appreciated that. Yeah, well. <laughs> him, him and Horace Hodges We're going to hang
3: on a little bit longer, hopefully, here. Yeah,
1: somebody said, yeah, I'm in the fourth quarter. And I heard the other guy say, yeah, I'm in overtime. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess. Age is nothing but a number. You know? <laughs>
3: That's right. It is, brother.
1: Yeah. I, I just want to say good morning and hope you guys have a great week ahead, and we'll be talking soon. All right,
3: Big All John, big play John. some beach music for me tomorrow.
1: Always, always. And uh, I'll be around, up, around. where you talking? The Platters. Broadway. Which one? take it. I got it. If, if it, ain't, if it. Hey, it's like this. For the Great Pretender. Great song.
3: What about Silly Little Girl by the Tams? <laughs> girl come back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. Have a great day, my friend.
1: You guys have a great one. See you. All right. Bye Take bye.
3: care. Uh, let's see here. Who we got? Uh, oh, uh gentleman wanted to talk a little bit about Moss. We'll do that uh, when we come back here on the WPTF. Weekend Gardener, 919-860-9783. Some people like... Like it. Some people don't no. like moss. I love it. I do, too. All right. We'll be back. It's 10, 1049. You're listening to one of the longest-running radio shows in the country, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right. Uh, 1052. We better hurry here, huh? mm-hmm. I just uh, I just got a little something from the National Weather Service on Twitter. Uh, There is snow in some locations out there. We've had reports of snow in Winston-Salem, Greensboro, Roxboro, Lexington, and even a coating of snow in Star, which is where Charlie Gaddy's from.
4: Montgomery Uh, County,
3: yeah, Um, is definitely uh, not much accumulation uh, in any of the areas, and we may see some. Some flakes. We got a cold front that's that's coming through. And of course we've had some moisture this morning, so it'll be uh might be a little cooler out there when we walk out than it was when we came in. I think it is. So if you're heading toward Winston, Salem or Greensboro or Roxboro, uh up there where uh Dave Bratcher's stations are, W K R X. And uh, WRXO, and uh, you may see a little snow. Well, they, they're the place that always seems to get the snow for our area, but uh, I don't think you'll have any problems with travel this this morning. You may see a flake or two. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Anybody have a an opinion about moss? Now, Rufus, you like it? I like it.
4: Oh, I, I like it, uh, and I think it it produces the most vivid colors. Of any any color in nature, and the the more of it goes on my yard, the better I like it because that's less yard to mow.
6: <laughs>
3: now, Gerald, if we if we want to get rid of moss, we've got to do several things. We've got to first check the pH of the soil.
6: Generally speaking, moss loves acidic soil mm-hmm. where it grows at, and obviously, if you apply lime, you're making the soil more alkaline. That has been thought of as one way to slow down the Moss encroachment and maybe make it unhappy where to go away. Uh, so, so that's one thing that can be do liming the mess out of it. So you make the soil less acidic and more alkaline, uh, and it tends to also be happier in shady areas. Mm-hmm. And though there are some exceptions to that. So sometimes some, you have to get rid of trees. <laughs> that's right. If you got to make get a little more sun into the area if you're trying to grow a turf grass and the moss is a problem, then you may very well have to do something to get a little more sun.
3: Yeah. So it it, it really helps if you I don't know where, whether this gentleman is trying to grow grass. It's hard sometimes to grow grass in areas that moss really likes. Because yeah, well,
6: if well any if i I can't think of any turf grass that wouldn't want way more alkaline soil. So yeah. if you were trying to grow turf grass in there you really need to get the pH checked. I suspect you're going to find out it's acidic, and you're going to need to apply a sufficient enough lime over a period of time to bring that pH down because that very well could be the reason that you can't get the turf grass established because it's, it's just too acidic.
3: And you gotta you got to bust up the soil. You've got to aerate a lot. It likes to breathe. Yep. The grass. You're going to, have,
6: you're going to have to break it up where you can get the soil through to it. Lots of times you'll see moss growing right on top of some pretty compact, soil areas, so uh, it can get by with the compact soil where certainly your fescue cannot.
3: All right. Well, I hope that helps the gentleman. Uh, what are some of the things we need to be doing in the landscape right now,
6: Gerald? Hope, hoping for drier days. <laughs> Ooh, that, the, that would certainly that, help. Is that the top of my list? La- I tell you something people need to look at, and I had I experienced it this past week. We, You need to go look at your shrubs closely. I had some shrubs, some abelia, glossy abelia. Well, all of a sudden, the leaves fell right off. Ooh, wow! And, and when I went, I mean, well established, been planted ten or more years, otherwise healthy shrubs, and I think it's just from soil saturation. They are getting some, uh, they're getting some leaf spot to them, mm-hmm. and I think that once the soil ever dries out, that they're probably going to releaf out. But you really need to. You could have some nice mature shrubs that you, generally speaking, not had much of an issue with. But when you have this prolonged period of time of just really wet, saturated soils, a lot of these root rot diseases and some of these leaf spot diseases that can maybe be a small problem now but can persist into a bigger problem if you don't do something about it, I think it's really a good time to get out and take a close watch, a good look at all your shrubs.
3: And you certainly want to try to have as good a a drainage system in your yard as you can. Sometimes you have to spend money on it. Sometimes you're lucky enough to to have.
6: Yeah, if if you're not on a slope and you don't have, I mean the French drains can, can help do something about it. But, I mean, you will just have, I'm sure you've got places now in your yard where you've never really had wet problems before. That are wet, <laughs> yeah, uh, yep. and, and so that will affect those shrubs that are planted in them. And there's no need to panic, but you do need to go out. Just because you hadn't had a problem with it for the last ten years, doesn't mean that this is an unusual year at this point in time. And if it continues raining like this, the likelihood of having some issues with with shrubs that are normally trouble free could become a problem, could result in you needing to do some fungicide drenches or spray applications and put a kind of snap it off before that little problem becomes a big problem.
3: Now, I know with a lawn you can do some core aeration and that yep. helps, but what can you you can't really do that uh, easily with shrubs.
6: Not easily with shrubs and you know that with trees sometimes they can bring in those air spades and do some things with them, but right. none of that is uh what I would call tried and true and certainly for shrubs off the top of my head I can't think of anything that really would be like that.
3: What about pruning? Are people always wanting to prune? And January is a time when we do some pruning to fruit trees for instance. Uh, what about other things?
6: Yes, uh, you're getting to now the time to cut back your muscadine grapevines. Uh, it, we're at that time. I think now is the time to get on into your uh, roses, hybrid teas, or knockouts. Or cut them about knee high. Uh, I generally depends on what it is. Uh, generally speaking, you never go wrong cutting half of it off. I think there's some things that you may cut two thirds of it off. Uh, do a little research. Some of that is relative to how big the rose uh, you have gets. I mean, if it's six foot tall now. Then certainly, there's no problem cutting it back to three. And if you look at it carefully, it might would benefit from cutting cutting back to two.
3: Yeah, Rufus, Isaiah uh, uh, You don't want to prune, for instance, anything that spring that blooms in the spring. And Either
4: way, if it, even it's uh, like Gerald and I talked about earlier, even if you have both fall and spring bloomers, you don't want to prune them till they they bloomed out in in spring. Now, I'm I'm still. Taking up dead limbs from things like right, clean blocks. up the yard. That's something clean we to do. Yeah,
3: Gerald, we'll have you on next month if you're willing. Sure thing. And brother Rufus and Ann will be back next week with us, as will Sam, I believe, and I'll be here. God bless you, everybody, and have a great weekend.